This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, and this is my podcast. This is a uh, podcast where we're going to be discussing TV, movies, video games, graphic novels, comic books, etc. This is the first one on WEEI.com, but it is uh, we've had many of these that you can go back and check out the, the archives and whatnot to relive some of the, the great moments in Hashtag Dork. So, uh, for those of you that have been listening for a while, thanks for finding us over here. And for those who are new, thanks for, for tuning in. Joining me right now is uh, a guy that you're going to hear a lot on Hashtag Dork. That is my, my good friend, Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Feels good to be home, Richard. Yeah, it's good to have you. You know, it's good to, yeah. it's good to have you. You've been on a few of these before, uh, but this is sort of like a, a new journey for us. Yeah, and it feels nice. It yeah. feels like a warm blanket, just right out of the dryer, you know? Yeah, no, it, it really does. Davey typically is on a smooth landline phone, but there's been some sort of hijinks or some issues, but th- we don't need to get into all that. Yeah, we got we got some snow and some sleet and some ice down here in Connecticut. So. Oh, boy. Well, stay safe, yeah. would you? I'm trying. doing my best. Do me a favor and, and just be safe out there. Well, this is the other thing that we're going to do. We typically have on Hashtag Dork one main topic du jour. That is going to be – that's sort of your, your meat and potatoes. But there's also like a salad at the beginning, and then there's a little bit of a dessert – at the end. So even if you don't like the main topic, whether it's a video game or a movie you haven't seen yet, there's still going to be something, hopefully, something for everybody. And this is um, how we start the program. It's a little segment called This Week in Hashtag Dork. This Week in Dork! Yeah, that's very nice. Davey, big, wow. big dork news, by the way. Big, big, big. Huge. Big dork news. We have a name. We have a title for Star Wars Episode Eight, and it is The Last Jedi. I do have to tell you, like I almost passed out when I saw that when I saw the scroll. Amazing. It's red. Oh, it's red. You better believe it's red. Oh, I don't oh. know what to do with myself. I don't know either. I I love this. So the the internet has taken over. Twitter has taken over. And the uh, they're like episode seven and episode eight. They're like it's it's a sentence. The Force Awakens, the Last Jedi. That is yeah. That is a full sentence. That's a full sentence. It's good. That's unbelievable. I you know what I didn't know that I didn't think of that until right now. Really? So now yeah. Do you, do you need a minute? Well, I, no. I want, also want to point out to you. You want your mind blown? Uh, yeah, please. So it's the very first time that the Star Wars logo is in red. So now they have black and red, right? Just like hashtag dork. Just like hashtag dork. They copied us. We were or we've been we've been uh, black and red for like a year and a half. We're starting to get legs here, Rich. I think so. The the move to eei.com was just just the tip of the iceberg. So that's pretty good. Yeah. No, but so who is the last Jedi? Is it is it is it Luke? Is it uh, Finn? Is it maybe the more obvious choice? Who who's the the last Jedi? 
I believe that the last Jedi standing right now is Luke Skywalker, but then he will pass it on. You know what I mean? So it's like he's the last one right now. Yes. Oh, he's with the last of the old Jedi. Maybe we get new Jedi Order stuff. Ooh, new Jedi Order. So he's the last of the old Jedi, but you get what I'm saying? It's not that Kylo Ren, that son of a gun. Not that he, you know what? He needs to go write in his Nightmare Before Christmas journal all his feelings, his daddy issues. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, he's got a lot of feelings. Yeah, but that's not that's not being a Jedi. You can't have feelings and be a Jedi. We learned that the hard way, didn't we? Yeah, you either have too many feelings or not enough feelings. It's it's very complicated. I feel like not enough feelings is kind of a problem too. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe. Is it not maybe being apathetic? Maybe being apathetic towards one's mission is, is not good either. Yeah, you don't want to be. You don't, that's what I thought. I think there's a, there's a problem there with the Jedi, and they need to find the balance. They're, 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 it's too much. It's just you know, it's like abstinence, the whole thing. I you know what yeah, I say. Too much for me. You know what I say, Ryan, is uh, moderation. That's sort of the key to everything. That is. That is. You don't want to go too much, too up or too down. You know what I mean? And, you know, old, old R.V.D. couldn't be a Jedi because he loves the ladies. Yeah, he sure, he sure does. He's, he sure does. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, no, it's right, right, right amount. Right, right amount. No, but it's probably Ray, right? It's got to be Daisy Ridley's character who will become the last Jedi. I see. That's why I don't think so. I okay. Think fair, fair, fair. I think it's a play on. We're going to start a new order of Jedi that starts with Finn and Rey. Okay. You know what I mean? So the last Jedi of, like, the old Jedi is Luke Skywalker. So when they're referencing him, I think he's going to be very heavily featured in this movie. Ooh. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, probably, especially after uh, how much he was in the last one, which, again, oh, spo- yeah. spoiler alert, was not much. Um, it was not much. No, it wasn't. But I'm pumped about this. It comes out in December. I'm sure we'll do some stuff leading up to it and uh, – we we've both made this prediction already that this is going to be the best, maybe the best Star Wars movie ever. I mean, maybe it won't top Empire because nothing really could, but it might. It's it, the formula is there for this to maybe be the best. It is. It is with uh, you know if you know if you put Empire with you know today's technology and making it look as nice as it could, maybe you know that that one's just far and away the best one. But I gotta think that Ryan Johnson has some tricks up his sleeves to make this look really good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you want to, uh, anything else in The Last Jedi? I, I I don't want to talk about it. I just want to think about it. Oh, I want to think about all the different, <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't articulate it right now, but I, I, anyone listening to this is probably as excited as we are to see this. So. Now, this is an interesting question. I saw on Twitter one of our buddies from the Boxers podcast, uh, Wes, Wesley, he said he doesn't even want to see a trailer for this. Do you want to see a trailer, or do you want to ha- know nothing about it? I want to see a teaser. I don't want to see a full trailer. Yeah, because the trailers now, and especially like the way I watch them, like you can you can figure a lot of stuff out. There, then oh, there's a million videos that come out breaking down everything, and I just like the the one problem I had with Force Awakens, and it wasn't all just because of the trailer. It was also because of how they did things. It was you kind of knew what was going on. Like you you could pre- you know, there's not a lot of surprises. In other words. No, no, there weren't. There weren't a lot of surprises. They gave a little bit away, and uh, some of the best parts of the movie you saw in the trailer, which I never really liked. You know. Yeah, I hear you. All right, so Last Jedi, we're pumped about it. Uh, we have other movie news here as we continue this week in hashtag Dork. How about uh, this came out recently? Green Lantern, which is going to eventually be joining the DC universe, the Green Lantern Corps. They're gonna. They have uh, different. They threw a bunch of names out there for potential casting of the Green Lantern. Yeah. Give me your reaction to each one of these guys as we go. Ready? Uh, yeah. Tom Cruise. Why? 
Uh, like, is he, is he, I don't he's know. He's got to be almost 60 years old, right? He's got to be an older guy. It's a good point. Although, maybe you don't age in, like, in Scientology. He looks great. He looks awesome. He looks great. Yeah. He looks great. Handsome. You know, he's, he's a hot ticket item right now with his mummy reboot. So People are all over the mummy. That's true. What yeah. about Bradley Cooper? Uh, I don't see him as an action guy. I think he's done too many dramas for me to kind of yeah. um, put him as, like, you know... And he did the A Team, which wasn't, which wasn't that great of a movie. Um, but Jesus, can he deliver a hit uh, like in Wedding Crashers? No, that's true. Yeah, so, I, I like I like Bradley Cooper. I don't like him as as Green Lantern for some reason. I, I like him. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. Um, right. He's just not an action guy for me at this point in his career. I don't know why he would do that. What about your boy Jake Gyllenhaal? See, he's for me. I mean, he'd be a good one. I mean, he's got that youthful look to him. I don't know how how he turned into my boy. No, I don't know. But, uh, I just kind of put that. I thought I thought maybe he would be. No, I, I, well, yeah, Brokeback Mountain. You liked? No, I did not. Donnie Darko. Um, for, you liked? For artistic for artistic reasons, um, no political reasons in Brokeback Mountain. I just thought it was really slow. Okay. Um, Southpaw was pretty good. Yep. Um, he was he was dynamite in City Slickers with Billy Crystal as his young son. He was. He hit Bob that out of the park. Right yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bubble Boy. He was good in. <laughs> I'm, not, uh, I'm not a fan. Bubble Boy. So not, got the chop. not a huge fan. Uh, Joel McHale. <laughs> like, if we're going a comic route with it, maybe? I sometimes sometimes I Green Lantern, uh, in some of the comics and stuff, they give him like a comedic edge to him. And we also all scoffed at Chris Pratt playing Star-Lord until we saw those pictures come out. And like, Jesus Christ, yeah, he that cru- kid's committed. He crushed it. He crushed it. Yeah. Uh, Army Hammer. Which is a, a a guy apparently. I know it sounds a lot like Armin Hammer. He's a he's a guy. I think he was um, in The Man from Uncle. He was, which was a which was kind of a sleeper good movie. Yeah, I didn't I, see it. Um, and he was in the Social Network. He played the Winklevoss twins. Boom! There it is. There he, he is. In, he and he was in the Lone Ranger with John, our our boy John Depp. Oh yes, great film. Which yeah. Are you are you a yeah an Army Hammer? Uh, I think he's a little too rigid. Okay, and then the last one on the list, which shocked me, is Ryan Reynolds, who of course already yeah. played Green Lantern, and not very good. Well, he met his wife, so good. He did. I mean, it worked it, out for them. Very handsome worked couple. Out for them. Uh, now that movie he, sucked. But he has such a niche right now, and I think that the character of Deadpool was made for him. Why would you go back and play like a serious role? And like, obviously, DC is is you know for whatever reason the most like some like somber superhero movies they could make. I don't get yeah. it. I don't get why, you know, why would you take him from Deadpool and put him in as Green Lantern? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but like, they, if they do that, like, he would have to, I doubt he would ever do it. But they probably you need to I mean? make this role more comedic, don't they? You just said, I mean, look at the DC Universe right now, and it's like, oh, I'm mad. And like, no, I'm madder, and like, things suck yeah. for me, and I'm not doing very well. So, like, mix in, mix in some comedy. I, but it doesn't make sense for Ryan Reynolds. And it would confuse people. They're like, didn't he, didn't he already save the world once? Like, what's going on here? So, out of those six, seven, six, who would you if you had if it had to be one of the these guys, who would you pick? I would go Joel McHale, just I because I would go off the off the reservation with it. I would just go really weird with it. Yeah, you know what? I like that. That's good. You know, that's good. Because the last one sucked. Let's just throw caution to the wind. We got nothing to lose with this character. So, no, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, David, we saw a bunch of trailers this week as well. We saw the last trailer for Logan. Yeah. Awesome. Hard R, too. R, red Band. It's a hard R. The yep. You saw a lot of X-23 in this. 
I'm pumped. I, I, this, this movie comes out in March. This will be one of the, I think it's one of the first ones that we'll definitely do a standalone episode on for movies this year. That looks sweet. Um, also, uh, we saw a new trailer for Power Rangers. Where are you on Power Rangers? Uh, I think we we touched on this a little bit last the last podcast. So if you want to, it's not a plug to go back and listen to it with our, our you know, yeah, upcoming two thousand swarm of new but, listeners though they may know, have missed it. So yeah, I just don't I don't see myself getting too amped up about this. You know, um, yeah. I like the fact you know Brian Cranston and um, uh, Elizabeth Banks. So that that's great. We get some star power there. Sure, but it's just I just don't see myself seeing this movie unless I catch it on Spike. Um, on. By the way, yeah. by the way, there was a huge triple X marathon. Yeah, there was. We said we we're going to look at it. You see one of our listeners tweeted us a picture of his ticket. Yes. He was there. He was there on opening night for uh, the return of Xander Cage. Well, it's funny. Years later. He tweeted out the picture of it and it was, it just said Xander on it. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, what movie is he at right now? I'm like, yeah. uh, so uh, apparently it was triple X and he, I think he gave it a three out of six on the infinity stones. Uh, that's also yeah. heads up. We, we rate everything in an infinity stone scale. So it's out of six. Um, how about, did you see the, uh, the preview for the discovery, which is going to be a Netflix movie that uh, will be released at the end of March? Uh, here's the plot. Soon after the existence of the afterlife has been scientifically proven, the son, played by Jason Siegel, of the man, played by Robert Redford, who made the discovery, falls in love with a woman, played by Rooney Mara, with a tragic past. It looks weird as hell. Yeah, that sounds a little too out there for me. Come on. You're going to have to watch it. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> no, no, you, can, you do what you want. You're a grown man. You don't have, you don't have yeah, to do anything I tell you to do. I don't know. That, that, that sounds... Uh, all right, last thing before we get on to our topic du jour, Ryan, uh, you have some uh, over Overwatch news. Oh, big news. And this is uh, – I, I have a lot of it invested in this personally. Um, they came out today uh, with the Year of the Rooster um, expansion pack, which is going to come with some skins. Um, nice. It's going to come with some loot boxes, you know, some really, you know, really cool things. But the most important thing is now we have a new game in which the Overwatch team can now play Capture the Flag. Which I'm Ooh. really excited. Yeah, I like that. That sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, it just it's good to mix it up. I mean, you know, point control is good, but you know, I need to mix it up a little bit. I need to get in there and scrap. You know what I mean? Yes. Like full steam ahead. I like um, that. I was always a very good. I was always a very good capture the flag player in my youth. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I feel like there's uh, there's a lot of things that go into capture the flag. You can't you can't teach it. No, it's very you know? instinctive. You either have have it or you don't. Yeah. Um, and I and I'm going to tell you, I got it in space. Would you say that you were so, born with it? Yeah. Uh, yes, I was. Okay. Phew. Yeah, you left me hanging there for a minute. I wasn't sure if you were born with it. Well, it's it's one of those things that's really difficult to talk about. Ah, uh, I got gotcha. you. You don't want to get. I got gotcha. you. Know, when you're really when you're really good at something, it's it's difficult for you to kind of put a finger on it. You know what I mean? It's just natural for me. Yeah. Don't talk about um, it. Just be about it. Exactly. That kind of thing. Exactly. And and as a someone born um, within 1981, I am actually a rooster. Holy smoke! Chinese calendar. So I have a lot invested in this personally. I'm a rat. It's my year. I'm a rat, which is it's kind of a shame. Which is how fitting is that? You you are a very Rizzo the Rat type character. I do like Rizzo the Rat. He's very charming. Uh, I enjoy enjoy a lot of his work. Um, there you go. That's this week in hashtag Dork, and let's now move on to our our topic of the podcast: Dork Oscars. That's right. the uh, The Academy Award nominees were announced earlier this week, and let's be honest, I have not seen many or any. Of the films nominated, so we're gonna have our own 
list of uh, hashtag Dork Oscars, the first annual Dork Oscars, Davey. But first, here's a quick rundown of the uh, the actual Oscars. Are you ready for that? How about Best Picture? I'm ready. Now, Deadpool, sadly, was not nominated. We were kind of hoping that maybe there was a chance Deadpool could get out there. It was not. Total Bush. It's it, Bush League. I don't know. So these are the ones that are nominated. La La Land, which is the heavy favorite. Mm-hmm. Moonlight. Manchester by the Sea, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Arrival, Lion, Hidden Figures, and Hell or High Water. Have you seen any of those? I have not. I've heard a lot about them, but I have not. Yes. That is not. They have not floated through my transom, as it were. If they were all on TV at once, which one would you watch first? Uh, probably Hell or High Water. Yep, I agree. Um, which I've heard awesome things about, and it seems a movie right up my alley. Yes. Uh, the other one I've heard good things about is Hacksaw Ridge, and how about Mel Gibson getting back in? He's back, baby. Oscars? Yeah. People love him. You forget about no, some of his other things. I don't think people love him yet. No, maybe not. We're, we're, we're getting there. No, maybe not. My wife saw Manchester by the Sea, and she said it was very good, but I guess it's pretty It's sad. Yeah, I'm not into being depressed. Yeah, it's not for me. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, but, yeah, so those are the lists there. Uh, Hell or High Water is probably the most up our alley, and, and same with our listeners. Uh, you guys can tweet us and stuff which ones you think should win. Best Actor, how about this uh, this crew? Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea, Denzel Washington for Fences, Ryan Gosling for La La Land, Andrew Garfield, Hacksaw Ridge, he of course the third best Spider-Man, and Viggo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic, which sounds made up. It's not made up, and it's the weirdest sounding movie ever in, in the bunch. It's not nominated yeah. for Best Picture, but he plays like kind of a hermit, and he has his family out there with him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's kind not, of a weird thing. I don't know. Affleck, the heavy favorite there. Uh, Denzel looks like he really Denzels it up in Fences. I just saw the preview for that, and it's like, yeah, he's 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 full Denzel. My man. There's <laughs> a lot of that. Do you have a winner there? Um, I think it's got to it's be Ryan Gosling. He already won the Golden Globe for it, Ooh. so I think he's got to be the heavy favorite. I thought Affleck won. Oh, no, maybe they both did because they split they it up. They both did because yeah, they right. split it up. Both, both. Yeah. Uh, best Actress, Emma Stone, Natalie Portman for Jackie, Isabel Hoopert, uh, Ruth Nega, and Meryl Streep. Ruth Nega. Ruth, yeah. Ruth Nega, huh? Yeah. Tulip, Tulip. From, pre- from Preacher. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, I think Emma Stone's the big favorite there. I think so, too, but I'm going to pull for Ruth because we were yes. both big Preacher fans. So. Yeah, absolutely. We got uh, Best Supporting Actor, uh, Mahershala. Ali from Moonlight, who's the favorite, and he, of course, is Cottonmouth from Luke Cage. Yes. I think I butchered his name, but that's who that is. Michael Shannon, who always plays a creep, uh, Lucas Hedges, Jeff Bridges, and Dev Patel. I don't know. Uh, Best Supporting Actress, a lot of familiar names here, Viola Davis, Michelle Williams, Naomi Harris, Nicole Kidman, and Octavia Spencer. Any thoughts on any of those people? Yeah, someone said Michelle Williams is only in Manchester by the Sea for like 10 minutes. Yeah, but again, my wife said she should win. I guess she's she's barely in it, but she's amazing. Her words, not okay, mine. Okay, I've never seen it. And then the directors should there be should there be like a time limit? Like you have to be in the movie a certain amount of time. Well, like you know how like if you're like a, a baseball player, like you have to have like minimum starts to be you know qualified considered like yeah to be qualified to like make to be like rookie of the year. Like you have to get so many at bats. I think that the the best case for it would be. Hannibal Lecter, like Anthony Hopkins was barely in Silence of the Lambs, like screen time. Like they talk about him a lot and there's obviously, you know, he's in it and, and you remember him as being a huge part of it. And I think he won best actor too, right? Not even supporting. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he's in it for like 10 minutes, I think. Like, it was like yeah, again, now screen that you time. Mention it. Now he's, that you mention it, that makes sense. Yeah, he's not in it very much. Yeah, uh, and he then just, He stole the show when he was in it. Though. Crushed it. Absolutely yeah. crushed it. 
Uh, the best directors are from La La Land, Manchester by the Sea, Moonlight Arrival, and then Mel Gibson for Hacksaw Ridge. Coming back. Mel's back. back. He is back, baby. Crazy right, Mel is back. Now, I saw a ton of movies. You saw a ton of movies. We didn't see any of those movies, and that's why we have our own hashtag dork Oscars. Uh, the dorkies, or whatever. The dorkies. I don't know what you call them. Who gets the dork, which sounds... <laughs> Can we say that? Uh, the dork... getting bleeped? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the dork goes to... It's a podcast. You can say whatever whatever okay. the whatever the bleep you want. Um, all right, let's start out here, Ryan. And we're going to have some nominees, and we'll, have a, we'll pick a winner. Uh, and just like anything in hashtag dork, kind of thrown together. So maybe we're missing stuff. You can uh, add it later on. You can tweet us whatever you want to do. Or you can pound sand. Yeah, that's Third true. Option. That's another. You don't that's like a, it, you can, yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, that's true. Who, yeah. who, who gives a crap? Uh, achievement in wasting a well-established character. So these are not all going to be positive. It's sort of like a, it's like the Oscars meets the Razzies. Yes. Uh, that's these, what we were going for. These are my nominees. I'll, let me get through all the nominees first, and then we can discuss them. Again, this is achievement in wasting a well-established character. Uh, Superman in Batman v Superman. Storm from X Men Apocalypse. Angel from X-Men Apocalypse, Psylocke from X-Men Apocalypse, and the Joker from Suicide Squad. What do you think? What do you think, Brian Singer? Sounds like your name's <laughs> coming up quite a bit in this category. Uh, yeah. I, mean, you, you could... I think if, if it were me, and this might be unpopular, but to have a character of such notoriety and to just piss it away, it has to be Jared Leto's version of the Joker in Suicide Squad has to be because he's also he is so well established in comics and in previous movies and the the term that we have here in the award is wasted and yep. nothing could have been wasted more than the Joker and I feel and remember when um David Ayer came out like a month later and said oh yeah uh, by the way um the reason he has the metal teeth is because Batman kicked crap out of him. For yeah. killing the Robin, and you're like, well, why didn't you put that in the movie? Maybe we should have saw like, that. You wasted an opportunity to explain something that people had a problem with, and you just pissed it away. It was terrible. It was it was so poorly done. Even Jared Leto was like steaming. Like some of the interviews, he's like he's like we had there's like a whole nother movie that's not <laughs> that he's like we shot so much stuff and he's not in it. And even when he is in it, it doesn't make any sense. Like the uh, the the flashback stuff with him and Harley Quinn is good, but it's just kind of they don't really get into it enough because they don't want it to be just a harley quinn origin story they want it to be a whole thing yeah. i don't know and it, it was just it was just such a waste because i feel like jared leto put and i feel bad because he put so much into it well yeah and, he's, and, and he's, so me- he's so method oh yeah he's well, I mean, so that, method. i mean that is what it is but at the same time like <laughs> again you have an oscar winning actor you have an oscar winning actor right who's like all right i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do my own thing with this and you didn't even get to see it so I think that's why it's wasted for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. It's, uh, like, I, didn't, it's I didn't even get the chance to hate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what did it for me. So in a way, this this award wouldn't go to Jared Leto. It would, have, it would go to David Ayer, right? Oh, David Ayer, yeah. yeah he's, that's your that's, Yeah, the he's, director. He's the one who wasted a well-established yeah. character. How about on the flip side? Achievement in elevating a lame character. Now, I have three nominees, unless you have somebody else you want to throw in there. I was going to say... Negasonic Teenage Warhead uh, from Deadpool, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange in Doctor Strange, and I don't know if you're going to like this one or not, Captain Boomerang in Suicide Squad. 
<laughs> okay, let me, let's just get through. First of all, let's let's pick. A, I'm going to pick a winner right now. Okay. Um, I really did enjoy Doctor Strange, and I, I'm not a huge fan of that character, right. only because um, um, you know, because magic isn't that badass to me. But um, no, it's pretty badass. It is well. They make it badass. Yes, they so, do. Uh, in yeah. my mind, I think the clear winner of this category has to be Doctor Strange because that movie was fantastic. It was. It was not Captain Fantastic. That, of course, not is Captain the Fantastic. Vigo Mortensen vehicle, but it was yeah. very good. Davy, visually stunning. It was stunning. It's like Inception met the Matrix. Oh my God! And it had a baby with they had a baby. Iron oh, Man. They did. They oh, and they were doing it raw, and it just, oh, everything yeah. was flying all over the place. And then that baby came out. All the positions. Yeah. And so, Doctor Strange, I agree with you. See, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, maybe not necessarily a lame character, but just one we didn't know much about. We knew the name, and then right. I thought she was pretty good in Deadpool. She and was good. Yeah, I Bro- put, very brooding. I put, very brooding. I put Captain Boomerang on the list only because I find him so lame. Like in like the Flash oh, God, comics yeah. and also, like, it, just such a lame character. And even though he didn't do much, I know a lot of people are probably yelling at the, the their, their podcast device right now, say he sucks. I thought he was kind of at least entertaining. Again, the character doesn't do a whole lot. You wonder why, if you're trying to take down like a like a godlike creature, why would you have a dude that just chucks boomerangs? I don't know. That doesn't make sense. Would, but they would say, like, well, why would you have a guy who just shoots arrows? You know what I mean? Right. So it's kind right. of the same principle. But the thing that pissed me off the most about Captain Boomerang Uh-oh. was that one. I think we talked about this before. I'm just gonna that's fine. again. Bring it back. That's how, I, how how much passion I have for this. You do. One every time they got in a fight, he ran away. Well. But just hey. have like have a sneaky bear, and then two. When <laughs> did he, he come actually, back? Did he come? He did, to, and then when he did fight yeah. and actually threw boomerangs, yeah, he missed. Yeah, he did not have a great accuracy. I mean, he's not. He's, he's Captain Boomerang. He's not Bullseye. But it's like if that's your shtick, yeah, like, he'd be better. That's, you call you Captain Boomerang. You can't hit the broadside of a goddamn barn. No, that's true. That guy couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. I was waiting for that one. Yeah, that he uh, he struggled, but. I thought he had. I thought he brought a little something. Oh, no? what an accent! Yeah, he had an accent. That was good. Yeah, that was good. And you have any other nominees? <laughs> Let's nominate Captain Boomerang twice, so we can lose twice. <laughs> well, at least he's there. At least he's in the audience. We get a camera shot of him. <laughs> just Jai just Courtney like sitting. Yeah, he's like I'm the man. No, so Doctor Strange, and actually, it would go to the the director. What Scott uh, Jerickson? He would he would get that. Yeah. Doctor Strange. All right, how about this? This is this is an important one. This is maybe the – we're going all out of well, – we have all different orders here. This is an important, I think, hashtag dork award for 2016, the 2017 Dork Oscars. The achievement in fighting and or battles, battling. Here's, here's my rundown. The airport scene in Captain America Civil War. Iron Man versus Captain America and Winter Soldier in Captain America Civil War. Uh, Doctor Strange versus Kaecilius at the Sanctum Sanctorum in Doctor Strange. The uh, Blue Squadron uh, infiltrating the uh, the Scarf Shield in Rogue One. The Darth Vader hallway scene in Rogue One. And the Batman solo warehouse fight scene in Batman v Superman. This has to be probably the hardest category we're going to talk about today. Those yeah, are good. Those are so good. And I left out some other good ones, like uh, you know, Deadpool had some memorable ones. There was another fight in Civil War, like that one where they're chasing through the tunnel, like with Black Panther and stuff. Uh, yep. There's a lot of good stuff, uh, but there's six just insanely good ones. And Deadpool gets screwed again. I thought the Deadpool <laughs> with like the seven bullets was that was probably one of my favorites. Yep. Um, not good enough to win this one. Um, in my mind. 
there was there was one moment. Are we, am I going to get bleeped? We bleep uh, no, you can say whatever you want. Okay, so there was one moment in here when I went, "Holy shit!" And that and that was the Darth Vader hallway scene in Rogue One. Yeah, I'm 35 years old, and that was the first time in my whole life I was actually afraid of Darth Vader. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, that was like there was that all sick. that mystique, and you never you just see him like when we see him uh, in Empire, and we see him in you know New Hope and Return of the Jedi. People kind of get out of his way, right? It's like you a, know? you're it's implied yeah. that he's terrifying and that he does all yeah. these things, and you're told about it, but you don't see any of it. You don't see it until you're just like, wow, mother of God. <laughs> when you know that, but the, it was that whole like the room's completely dark, and then the and you see like the red come on, and you're like, oh no. Yeah, like to that point, the the most like the craziest thing that Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker had done was kill all the younglings in uh, Episode Three. Yeah, he's a, he's a mass murderer, isn't he? Uh, oh, children, yeah. Children, children. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, that is tough because the airport scene to me might be the best comic book like fighting scene ever. Like everybody's showing off what they can do. It's what is it six on six? There's yep. a, so there's a ton of characters out there. You get Giant Man. You get uh, some great Spider Man stuff. So I think I would go with that. But eh, you you want to give it to Vader? Uh, I you know what I think. The Vader scene was so good, but I would say, like you said, just in, in length. Um, yeah. And I was riveted the whole time with uh, Civil War. So while I said this was a clear, a clear winner for me, I don't think so. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm so we can just wipe that out and post. Um, oh yeah, we'll edit that for sure. Edit that out. Yeah. Uh, I'm just thinking about it now. And geez, when I saw Civil War, I was just so happy when when I was watching it. Yeah. Just to see them nail. Spider-Man. I the think way that, I yeah. know Spider-Man. Right. And right. to have, um, when you had these trailers come out and you saw Spider-Man, you're like, oh, they showed him, that's lame. But then nobody knew that Giant Man was coming. No. That was so sick. That was great. And then the, the dialogue throughout was really good. Like, you know, Tony Stark asking if anybody else has any, like, fantastic abilities to show off to, or, yeah. you know, them telling Spider-Man, like, hey, usually there's not this much dialogue, like, during a fight, so... That was six. So let's give it to that one. I mean, Darth Vader is probably a close second. If that had lasted a little bit longer, you know, maybe it tops it. But I think it's almost impossible to beat the Civil War airport scene. Yeah, you're right. All right, all right. When you're right, you're right. How about you, um? Yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm man enough to tell you when I was wrong. I appreciate that. Yeah. How about the I'm not scared, you're scared award, which is given to the best horror movie of 2016. Uh, the nominees: Don't Breathe, Ten Cloverfield Lane, The Conjuring Two, Hush. And lights out. Okay, um, I saw um, "Don't Breathe" last night. Ooh! And while it's fresh in my mind, that's probably the best horror movie I've seen in five years. I and agree. I Thank you. It's funny because I wouldn't really count it as a horror movie as such, but I definitely, think it, I think it, it is. has horror elements. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not your traditional horror movie. I mean, but I, I think that's the like. What, what genre would you put it in? Uh, you know, it's just, it's a suspense thriller. I mean, it's it's a horror movie because you can't co- categorize it any other way. Someone right. would say it's a suspense thriller. Yeah, but, thriller. But you know, it has all horror elements to it. Um, yeah, that's true. And wow, was that good? It was tight, and it was like a. I looked at the time; it was an hour and twenty six minutes. Yeah, and tight. Oh yeah, like you know, no wasted film there. 
What did you think of the like the that without giving it away? Because we we recommend this one. We've mentioned it a, a few times before. Like on the year ender podcast we did. But would you the uh, like the protagonist? Did you find yourself? Did you like them or did you not like them? Or you were you caught in the middle? What'd you think? I was caught in the middle, which which made it interesting. For yeah. me because I'm actually like you. It's funny because you go back and forth in right. the movie, rooting for them and rooting against them. Agreed. Which is which is interesting. You know, yeah, because a lot I of like times, that. a lot of times in a horror movie, it's so clear cut. You're like, oh, I have, this person better live, or like, yeah, this yeah. one's different. Uh, so yeah, let's give it to Don't Breathe. A decent year though. Like a lot of people crap on like oh, horror movies haven't been good since like you know the the 80s, but but this was a pretty good year for. It was uh, good, and movies. it was the it was the director who did the Evil Dead reboot. Oh right, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's good stuff, man. Oh wait a minute, or did he? No, he did Green Room. Sorry. He did Green Room. Oh, so that I haven't seen. That was technically a 2015 movie, but I still yeah. haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Did you see that one? Yeah, I did. That's real good, too? Very good. Son, yeah. of, a, son of a bitch. Very gory. Very gory. You'll like Ooh, it. All right, yeah. Skinhead. I'm in. Uh, all right, so that, goes, that award goes to Don't Breathe. How about the achievement in mid or end credit sequences? We have okay. nominees are Deadpool, where he does like the Ferris Bueller thing. We have Captain America Civil War, uh, Black Panther, like the uh, you know Captain America and Bucky thing. There's also from Civil War, uh, the Spider-Man thing. And then Doctor Strange uh, dealing with Thor. Just slamming bruise with Thor. Slamming bruise, talking shop. Uh, I'm going to give this, I think this, this film actually deserves an award. And it was an, it's an amalgamation of my favorite movie of this year versus my... One of my favorite movies of all time, so I'm going to give it to Deadpool and the Ferris Bueller thing. It was a great uh, nod yeah. to Ferris Bueller. Um, and I will say that the Black Panther thing was okay. I was like, Neh. the Spider-Man <laughs> thing was cool, but I thought the spider symbol. I think the spider symbol's really lame. All right, it's kind of lame. Kind of a downer. Well, <laughs> I mean, you're not you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. Yeah. And uh, Doctor Strange thing with Thor. Thor drinking the beers. You don't like that? <laughs> I liked it, but not as much as I liked the Ferris Bueller thing. I'll tell you, the Ferris Bueller thing, I was I was watching it again the other day, and I was really getting a kick out of it thinking, you know, how like these end credit scenes are, Marvel does them all the time now. And you're like, you're disappointed if a movie, like especially a comic movie, doesn't do it. But then you think back, you're like, well, what movie really did that? You're like, yeah, Ferris Bueller did it. Like, Ferris Bueller is like famous for that scene. Right. And then so it's Deadpool doing that, which is great because that's, you know, Ferris Bueller's talking to the audience, something that Deadpool has done throughout the entire movie. He's trying to like cut you in on what the sequel might be about. So it was so it was so perfect. So I'm with yeah. you. That that definitely gets it. Okay, good. Uh, how about this? Uh, yeah, whew, thank Christ. Uh, <laughs> achievement in badassness. Uh, these would be badass characters. I only have three nominees, so again, I'm probably missing some. And you can tell we've we've only seen the same like ten movies. So that's where everybody's coming from. But you know what? That's the same thing with the. Uh, with the real Oscars, they're right. all from like the same what? movies. And you know what? If if we're do if we're going to call these the dorkies this year, I mean, you know, these are movies that we care about that obviously right. Hollywood doesn't care about, right. even though we're we're paying for these other crap movies that you're making best pictures. That's true. That's you know, a- what I mean, all these movies made enough money so they can make fences or they can make uh, whatever whatever <laughs> crap movie they're going to make. I, I, I'm, I'm sure Fences is really good. I don't know, but you know uh, what I'm saying. I don't know. Uh, these small budget movies. Yeah. Like, who do you think pays for these things? So right, we do the uh, yeah, right. achievement and badassness. Uh, the nominees are Deadpool from Deadpool, uh, Jin Erso from Rogue One: A Star Wars Story, and believe it or not, Batman from Batman v Superman. <laughs> um, Was there another badass that I missed? I'm sure. I'm sure Hell or High Water had like a real good badass, but I just didn't see it. 
Oh yeah, and you know, um, you know, Don't Breathe had a good badass, and you know. Uh, yeah, good point. You know, so but I, I think again, far and away, uh, I'm going to go Wade Wilson on, on this one. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, and I, I think right from the start of the movie with the whole pizza thing, like that was, or you know, that's with that with the whole scene, the credit scene, and then you know, the, the, that kind of set the tone for me, and the guy could do no wrong as far as badassness is concerned. However, I will say I I will watch Batman vs Superman. If I get if I because it's on HBO like on like a twenty four hour loop. Yep. If it's at the part with the Batman warehouse fight, I'll watch it. Well, he's good. Bat Bat or uh, Batfleck, he's good. Yeah, he's solid. And and the only issue I have with that is you know Batman doesn't kill people unless he's in that movie, which he kills like half a dozen guys. Killed a lot of people. Killed a lot of grown men. Killed yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and Jin Erso, I thought was going to be a little bit more badass than she was. Right. Uh, she started. She got a little soft on me towards the end. Well, I mean, it's bound to happen. She knew, I think, her time was up. Uh, yep. Very emotional with her father. Uh, yeah. A lot of stuff there. So the dork goes to Deadpool. Deadpool. Wade, Wade Wilson. All right, how about this? The uh, the best, or I guess an achievement in non-human character. The best non-human character, okay. Ryan. We have uh, K2SO from Rogue One. How about this? Superman from Batman v oh, Superman. Oh, I see what you did. Yeah, see what I did? That's a smart joke for a smart yeah. audience. And Dormammu from Doctor Strange. <laughs> Dormammu. I've come to bargain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's pretty much K2SO. I really, I thought he was a great droid. I, I enjoyed him a lot. Yeah, a sassy droid. Oh, yeah, my God. He's got a little bit of sass, a frass. He yeah. uh, tells you like it is. He might not like you. Uh, he'll help you. You know, he'll, sa- he'll save your life a time or two. Very strange. He's strange. Uh, built like he's a, a kind of an odd shape, but uh, I liked him. And he'll tell you the probability of whatever. And Alan Tudyk, even if you don't want to hear it. No, that's true. He'll give you the probability of anything. Yep. You got good for Alan Tudyk. Are you got you got good for him? Yep. Okay, that's the winner. All right, how about this one? The uh, achievement in CGI. We have uh, Tarkin from Rogue One, Princess Leia from Rogue One, Dormammu from Doctor Strange, and Colossus from Deadpool. Um, I'm going to go, uh, the shock value with Princess Leia is there, but I think they did a really good job with, uh, Tarkin. I'm with you. I think Tarkin was better. Princess Leia, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of glad they did that. Yeah. At the same time, that one was a little bit more jarring for me. Now I've, I've heard from, from people that they thought Tarkin was worse. I thought Leia was worse. It looked odd. It, re- it looked really odd to me. Uh, but it wasn't used nearly as much. Like Tarkin was there a lot. I didn't think Tarkin was all that distracting. Like I knew, I knew it was not a real person, but I thought that was pretty. Like for them to use that character as much as they did, I feel like they should get the the prize. And it didn't take away from the movie at all. Where I found is that you know the Leia thing after you got past the shock value of it, and you're like, oh my god, are they going to show her? Because mm-hmm. I thought they were going to deliver the line, and they just you just saw her back. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where she gets down and like says the message. Like and you just see like her, her from behind, yeah. Um, and they actually went for it, which is which was like whoa, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a, as good of a job as with Tarkin. No, I I agree with that. Um, there's probably some other characters that I may or may not be missing. Um, let's see, let's jump ahead. How about the most anticipated movie in 2017, which I think is an important award. Uh, we could be way wrong. This movie could end up being terrible. But here are the nominees for the best movie of next year. We have Star Wars The Last Jedi, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Logan, and I'm going to put down Wonder Woman. Okay. 
Now, there's a few others that we're, we're leaving off. We went over, I think the last episode we did, we we broke down a ton of movies that are coming out next year. But this was, I, I shortened it to five that I think most of us are the most excited to see. Which one of those stands out? Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which one of these do you most want to see? That's yes. right. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Um, I don't know. I mean, for me, I mean, I'm, I can't not get my hopes up for The Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, if only the title. we got to find out who The Last Jedi is. You and I have talked about this. So, yes, we did. You know, we, we don't know. It could it could literally be anybody, but it probably anybody. probably one of two people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, but I mean, all of these movies are good. Uh, I am not anticipate. I am not anticipating. I see Wonder Woman right off the bat. I'm going to wait for a Rotten Tomato score on that. Well, hold on a second. So there's already been a report out there that Wonder Woman. Somebody saw it and it sucks and it's like disjointed or whatever. And that's probably the case because every DC movie has been. But you're telling me you're not going to see it opening weekend. I'll see. I'll see it opening weekend. I will not see it opening day. Okay, <laughs> it's the same thing. So we're we're probably well, what I'm saying is like the rest of these movies. Like the day they come out, I'm seeing them. Oh, that's yeah. Okay, you I know what you. I'm saying. Yeah, like I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Wonder Woman 72 hours. Like the other, like not only are you gonna see those other movies, but you're going to have to pre-order your ticket for sure. Yeah, yeah, and I'm getting primo seating. You know, oh. and I'm probably gonna go by myself yep. at a very odd time. So no one talks to me. That's right. No one, you know, crawls over me. Like we're, I'm going solo here. I'm gonna sit dead nuts in the middle, and yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring my nips in again. And a bank of three, so no one can, no one wants to sit on either side of me. Right. That'll show them who's my, boss. Spread my shit out and just make it look, you know, make it real comfy in there. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah. So Wonder Woman is probably not gonna be good, but I put, it, I put it on the list because I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Well, no, maybe that shouldn't even be that. But I don't know. DC's got to turn their get their act together because we got justice league later on i didn't even include that on here yeah uh they i mean they got their work cut out for them obviously but those other four and i also i didn't put thor ragnarok on here um it probably had the the answer probably has to be the last jedi right because the yeah. last two yeah. star wars movies have been so good and this one we we both agree we were talking about it at the beginning of this episode that this should be better than both it has to be yeah yeah all right. I think out of all the Marvel movies, though, I think I'm actually more pumped for Guardians than even Spider-Man. Like as good as Spider-Man looks, I just I love the Guardians characters so much. Yeah, I mean, uh, why wouldn't you? I don't those, know. Those are all likable characters. They're nice. They're you know, funny. Uh, yeah, they're funny. They're guarding the galaxy for heaven's Which, sakes. Thank God for them. Yeah, because if they weren't there, who's doing it? I don't know. know. I don't know. Um. Do we have a Can't build a wall out there? Political joke. <laughs> Political joke. Yeah, that is. Yep. Again, I don't know if there's a lot of overlap there with our audience. Nah, that's fine. What about movie that you think will be the biggest bust of 2017? And maybe we already mentioned it. I think we just did. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Wonder Woman has the opportunity to uh, really, really bomb. Yeah. Um, which is sad. It is sad. Um, and I think that puts, um. That puts Justice League in a very weird position. Yeah. Oh, um, big time. Um, you know, we keep saying unite the seventh, and we don't have the seventh yet. 
Well, it might We're be still working with six. It might be Tom Cruise. He might show up as uh, as Cruise. Green Lantern. Tiny, you can fit him in your a little Green Lantern. You can fit in your pocket. You well, know? he can change size. He can is anything that's you know as, as far as his imagination will carry him. That's what Green Lantern does. Or his willpower. That, yeah, that's all he needs to do. Yeah. Well, he does have some willpower because he's sixty and he's still jumping out of cars or whatever the hell he's that's doing. That's true. There's no new Mission Impossible this year. Oh, that's good. He's got the Mummy franchise he's working on. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We need to start, you know, at the fifth time, we need to start wondering whether or not these missions are impossible. I feel like they're quite possible. If they're done this easily, you know, with a, with a about two with hours. all-star team, yeah, it's pretty possible. You need about two hours and Ving Rhames, and you got it done. With Ving Rhames with a, with a Mac, and we're good. Is Ving, Ving Rhames dead? No. No, no, no. no. All right. No. So, Michael Clark Duncan's dead. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'll have to edit this out in post. Um... You got any others? You got any other dork awards or dork Oscars or dorkies? Uh, no, I got no more dorkies this year. <laughs> Those, we'll, we'll expand it next year as the, as the Oscars always do. We can do, you know, um, achievement in, in sidekickery. Yeah, I was trying to come up with the Doiby Dickles Award for the worst sidekicks, and I couldn't yeah. really find any because there are some pretty here's good. One. Here's one. Ready? Yeah. Me. <laughs> no, don't don't beat yourself up. You're not the Doiby Dickles. I mean, some some may consider you the Doiby Dickles. Yeah, I am the Doiby Dickles. Or the best podcast. sidekick. I mean, I guess K2SO might be the best sidekick. Sure. Uh, uh, or uh, there weren't any other real sidekicks. You Meg- know who sucked? Lois Lane. If I would consider Lane. her a sidekick. Oh, she stunk. Yeah. Cra- no, the worst character, though, was Lex Luthor, over, even over Joker, over oh, Lois yeah. Lane. We should have done worst, worst villain. I mean, that's not even a category. We could put a category. We could make it a category right now, Ooh. right off the top of our head. But you know who's in the mix? Apocalypse. Apocalypse is in the mix. Uh, Joker's in the mix. Yeah, Lex uh, Luthor. Whatever the hell, you know, the Enchantress's brother was. That's in the mix. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that would have been worse CGI, too. That was a oh, yeah. dump. Yeah. The Enchantress's boyfriend. <laughs> or his brother, or whatever the hell it was. Oh, yeah, whatever the hell. He's, he's, oh, he was terrible. Yeah. No, that's true. Joker? Joker makes that list? Joker. Yeah, no, Joker, Lex Luthor, uh, Apocalypse, Enchantress, Enchantress's love interest or brother. Yeah. I think Doomsday's on there. Doomsday? Yep. Add him to the list. Man. But no matter how many people we make this, how deep we make this list, it's Lex, Lex. Luthor's winning it. It's Lex. Be- best, Far and away. Best villain is obviously Vader, right? Oh, God, yeah. I'm not even close. Uh, Dormammu. Dormammu's not even that good. I guess Dormammu's he would... okay. You, Dormammu didn't get enough screen time. No, Cassilius would be the better bad guy from yes. uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, he had he had uh, really chapped eyes, really crackled skin there. Yeah, what do you think that is? He just needs maybe to moisturize? Yeah, you need to Vaseline on that thing. It's windy out there. What do you do? You just rub Vaseline all over the crevice? Yeah. Right in there. <laughs> just really, really, really get in there pretty good. Don't even put it on a Q-tip. Just no. Just glom it all on there. Dive right in. All right. Yeah. Well, that's pretty. Yeah. We we next next year we'll come up with more because I'm yeah. we'll definitely be doing this next year. There's there's no doubt. So even if they, yeah, even if it's just me and you on the phone, we're doing it. That's fine. We'll have this conversation. Just uh, well, I'll I'll send you like a Google uh, alert. Yep. Or go get your calendar set. All right. Let's move on. Should we move on to the the, the final part of the program? Let's do it. We mentioned how there's a uh, there's a uh, a salad at the beginning, and then here here comes your dessert. Get ready for it. Here we go. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the pod. Yeah, that'd be the pick of the podcast. Thanks once again to Marcus from the uh, Boxers Podcast for providing us with that little uh, little do hickey. Uh, pick of the podcast, Ryan. I have a couple right out of the gate here. Hit One. Me. 
here's a show I've been watching. Uh, I think it, I think there might be six episodes in. I think I've caught four of them, but it is uh, a comedy on Fox called The Mick with Caitlin Olsen, of course, Dee Reynolds from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's her own show. She plays kind of kind of like Dee Reynolds, like not as messed up as Dee Reynolds because not many characters are, but it's, <laughs> she's the star of the show. Uh, you've probably seen the previews where her sister married a rich guy. They live in like a mansion. They had like tax evasion or whatever, so they had to flee the country because they were going to get arrested. So now she needs to help raise the three kids. It's like a high school-aged daughter, like a 12-year-old son and maybe like a 7-year-old son. And and then of course hijinks ensue. Uh but but funny. I I like it. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I caught an episode and it was actually really good when he had the home, he was the little one who had the homeless guy in the tree. Yeah, in the treehouse. That it was good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good. It's it's like a it's like D Reynolds light. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's D Reynolds on uh like Fox rather than D Reynolds on FX yeah. or FXX. We'll call it, we'll call it Diet D. It's it's a diet D, but it's still pretty funny. And then my other uh, pick for the pod, they uh, have come out, I don't know how long ago it was, um, there's a DC, this is for comic books, a DC Rebirth Omnibus. So what it is, and we, we've talked about this before, how DC Comics once again launched, like relaunched, they reset everything for the most part. So like a lot of new issues of all these new characters and um just starting like a series over if you will like jeff johns is in charge of it and then i got a bunch of different writers and anyway if you didn't pick up a bunch of these issues or you want to get it started they've compiled like all of the number ones from like wow. this run so it's it's long but if you go on like amazon or one of these other websites like i'm all for supporting your local comic book shop but let's face it sometimes you can get them for much 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 cheaper online um they got them all there. So if you want to read like the new Batman, the new, and then it's a good way of seeing all right, which ones you might like and which ones you might want to continue with. So that's out there now. Uh, that's probably worth worth picking up. All right. Well, so my pick of the podcast, I'll jump right into it right now. Uh, came out yesterday, and I played about ten minutes of it, and it'll scare your pants off. Uh, the new uh, Resident Evil Seven Biohazard, um, taking Resident Evil first person. Hey now. Which, um, if you played the demo, you played. Uh, you know, you're in, you're stuck in the house, and there's you know a bunch of crazy hillbillies running around. Yes. Um. Yeah, we're we're getting right into it, and they they come out swinging. So scary. Um, I'm looking forward to playing this. I played it, like I said, I played just a little bit of it. I haven't finished it yet, but definitely worth picking up. All right, well, that sounds pretty good. And so, uh, really good. Once again, uh, this will probably be uh, the the last episode, I believe. On this iTunes channel and on Podomatic, we are also, uh, I've been told, we're going to be streaming this bad boy on WEEI.com. Uh, we're efforting to get the uh, the new iTunes channel up and running. Uh, I know I've been saying that for a little while, but once we do, we'll certainly announce it to everybody. But this will probably be up on a, on a couple of different places. So we can we thank you for uh, following us and uh, continuing to listen to this. It will be on a more uh, weekly basis, a regular schedule going forward. And you can still uh, interact with us at Dork Podcast on the Twitter. You can email us at Dork po- or Dork Podcast at gmail dot com if you want to specifically. Uh, compliment Davey or even insult Davey you can do that where at Arvon D on Twitter and Twitch come get me what are you twitching you been twitching at all recently not recently no it's a long story but I'm getting back into it soon <laughs> all right fair enough uh so for uh for Ryan Davey my name is Rich Keefe thanks again for listening and we will talk to you soon